Dog Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. Coming to you live from the panhandle of Florida, where you can't say the words gay. You can only refer to them as fags. We're here with Vance, 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 and Bart, which tomorrow will be Bethany. No longer going to be referred to as a fag tomorrow, but as a beautiful woman with voluptuous tits. Bethany, 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 Bethany. Sorry. Yeah, if, if I'm a, so if I if I if I'm gay today and I transition tomorrow, you're not gay. No, not at all. Mm. That's a weird like matrix. You're no uh, longer in the LGBTQXY and Z community. No, I'm in the T. I'd be in the T at that point. Right. Uh, see, I, 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 no, not if you want to be referred to as a woman. You want to be referred to as a tranny, and yes, but if you want to be referred to as a woman, you're no longer in it. Pick your team, bitch. Mm. I'm not gonna play these fucking games with you. You want to get this dick? You need to fig- be decisive. And I know you females are all about emotions and indecisive. But you need to fucking, you need to nail one down, bitch. You want me to hold the door for you or not, cunt? You really are trying to pick up women, huh? <laughs> I know, you, am I turning you on? I'm just like, I'm going home with this guy. I don't know how to date now because that, that, was, that was my move. It's an awful move, but it was my move. I don't want to do that to women. I want to date a good libertarian woman. Oh, wait, there's only one. <laughs> She's the chair of the party. I think that's the only female that's like of any dating age in the Libertarian Party, right? Is she married? I think she might be now. So she's not even single. Or maybe she is. I don't know. I really don't see myself getting in with that, so I haven't put a lot of research into it. <laughs> but isn't marriage just pre-divorce? Oh, it, uh, no, it shouldn't be. It it hasn't been historically, but in in the United States, because there's so many subs, subsidies for families and and incentives for being single, you know, with kids out of wedlock and things like that, it makes it so easy to divide a family that I, I yeah, it's become that way. But back when families relied on each other for survival and things like that, it, uh, you know, it made families closer. And yeah, there were there were bad things involved in that. Like you know, bad people were able to like maybe hold on to a relationship too long and abuse somebody because they felt like they couldn't go anywhere. But the side effect of what they've done is people who could have fixed it or held on to each other or worked through problems 
they're just breaking up families and the kids are the kids are to hurt by this so and i'm speaking through experience i know you guys probably don't know but i'm divorced now so it's not it's not right for a family it's not a good thing and that's about all i'll say about it at the moment but i'll just say it's not a good thing so but you know what is a good thing your transition tomorrow fireworks oh fuck yeah they are dang and for those who are with us live in the chat yesterday was the 4th of july uh, it if was you're hearing this if you're hearing this on our release on friday it's same week tuesday was 4th of july in the year of our lord 2023 everybody hold up your hands with the like band-aids the burns the wicks oh actually since i mentioned the folks in the chat i actually realized that we do a really bad job of plugging we're not like the typical podcasts who are always giving out the links and asking you to rate on itunes so someone actually asked the other day they're like how do i get into that chat um all of our like membership stuff is at fakesafety.com slash community that's where Mm -hmm. fake community is uh but if you're really bad at spelling which i know most of our listeners are it's also at fakesafety.com slash shop yeah either one of those or and we are trying to get the domain of it backwards for the dyslexic people (laughs) so just spell it backwards it's like period (laughs) 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 we're working on it for the dyslexic community so yeah that's uh that's that's on our roadmap it's uh it's coming up but in the meantime we, uh, that's that's really where we think our bread and butter is going to come from it's like it's all the dyslexic libertarians are going to listen to one podcast the ours it's going to set us apart from the rest i really do like the idea of some like generic corporate guy from like an 80s movie walking in and talking about like the nielsen ratings which i don't even really think extend to podcasts but like <laughs> You guys are just polling really well with the dyslexic group. <laughs> Can we so get f- more niche? <laughs> well, they say you got to find like your thing, right? Yeah, you got to find your tribe, which for us, it seems like is now like eight people. <laughs> <laughs> eight people worldwide. <laughs> we've we've got to we've got to call this chat because. If any of you are not dyslexic, myself included, we got to get out of here. <laughs> it's just like jumbled letters. <laughs> what the fuck are they trying to say? Nobody knows. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, 4th of July was this week. It was. And uh, I know there's uh, a lot of people think it's about fireworks. Some people think it's about Fuck England. Fuck England. England. Not England. England, right? Isn't that what some people think? Like if you're around, if you have a friend that's from Europe, right? Don't you always feel like, oh, can I celebrate this? Are they going to get mad? And they're like, oh, I don't. 
I don't really I didn't even realize that was today. They don't care. They don't care. The worst that will happen to them is that they will get an out of office response email that they were not anticipating. Yeah. You know why? Because the only person people that cared if America was still subservient to the king or the government was the government, not the people who lived in England. And the ones that did care only cared because there was propaganda that convinced them to care. Or they owned a company that was subsidized by the subservience of the people in America. You know what I mean? But like a, a regular person that wasn't fucking over anybody else didn't care. So that that hatred didn't stem the the lifespan of multiple people after it happened in England. But the the hurt, the pain, the the displeasure of being ruled by another was enough to stem many lifetimes beyond when it happened in America. My point being the pain that you create by making these little things where you help out say the farmer of corn and subsidize that person and it helps them a little bit but it hurts so many other people to their core to where they'll they'll hate somebody for life is 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 a big deal to the people who are hurt by it but the corn guy he just wants he wants more He's like, he's just trying to get more money. What I'm saying is like, you can hurt people. You end up hurting people a lot more for these little things because the, the people that were helped by it, when it wasn't there anymore, they found other ways to make, they found actual productive ways to make money. It didn't need to be subsidized. But the people who were hurt by it remembered it forever because it hurt really bad. We'll probably have something similar with the citizens of Ukraine and Russia in that to each other, they can't really tell the difference between each other. Mm-hmm. But after the harm done from these wars, I think they'll have some lasting effects. Yeah, and it'd be governments too. It won't be the people. It, it, I mean, they'll hate the people because they think that the people are more involved. But like, if a Russian and a Ukrainian were to meet in a gas station in America tomorrow and interact through, like, I bought a soda, you sold me a Coke, probably be very peaceful. The only reason why they would kill each other is if they were in a war where their, their two governments told them to kill each other, maybe over in Ukraine. Yeah. So there's, there's a reason why they're killing each other, and it's because of government. <laughs> It's not because of anything else. And the only reason that they would need independence is because of government. Nothing else. The Russian people aren't taking away their freedoms. (laughs) The Ukrainian people aren't taking away anybody else's freedom. Well, and it's it's a good reminder that a country is not its government. It's not. Please, please, please understand that. <laughs> please, for the love of God, understand that because 
I'm an American <laughs> and we are fucking up a lot of places around the world. And here's what I will say about the USA on this 4th of July week. Okay. The United States is the most evil, most corrupt, most hopeless country in the world except for every other country. I understand what you're saying, and I didn't think you would go at it that way, but I I can appreciate that. And, and, and to be honest with you, part of, the, part of the reason why some of the other countries are so hopeless is because the people who are running them are put in place to run them by our evil country, America. But you're right. There are good things about this country. A, a lot of the reasons for founding this country were definitely good. We just got to understand, like, the confederation, the, the, the states, the, their confederation or whatever they had before the Constitution was, was probably the best we could have hoped for at that time. And then we came up with the Constitution to consolidate power more centrally. Believe it or not, the Constitution was as many things as it was trying to stop. It was actually to consolidate the government even more centrally at that time. And then we've interpreted it differently to consolidate power more centrally beyond that. And we've just continued to fuck this up even more and more as time's gone on. Only because the power of government continues to want more power because what we didn't realize is government itself is is a virus that can't be allowed or bacteria more I think it acts more like a bacteria that, that cannot be allowed to survive we have to eradicate it or maybe a cancer I feel like it's grosser than that I feel like it's disgusting like it's pus and ooze and just just vomit just rotting flesh and it's an ugly thing that being said the fact that there are restrictions on government that that held some of them held for a long time have made America wealthy and powerful and and unfortunately, the power has been slowly consolidated to the federal government to do evil. And, and that's where we're at. So, North Korea. Everybody, oh, well, North Korea is evil. Yeah, well, he doesn't have as wide of a footprint of power. And yes, he does want... Let's. His government definitely kills more people per... Like, in his per square inch, like in his face, right? But like, but we are killing people everywhere. Not we, I'm not doing that. You're paying for that. And they're paying for it with my slave hours. And, and, and when we think about sl the slave hours that we have, a lot of people will, uh, they'll say, Especially on the libertarian side, because we actually understand that we're slaves when we pay in taxes. 
they'll say like, oh, three months in, you know, now you're now you're earning money, but you're not because the hidden tax of inflation, the tax on beer, wine, clothes, products, whatever that's imposed on the companies that produce these things are just passed down to the consumers, the consumers being you and I and the rest of the world. And what really is going on is that over 50% of the time that you work, you're a slave. You're not earning anything. You're working for the elite and the powerful. And you're handing over your wealth to them. And then after that time, you start getting paid. Because you're only paid what you can purchase. So your value that you're producing for your company, which you probably consider, oh, I'm underpaid, whatever. But if you think about all the, that's taken, all the value that's taken from you, like imagine if you could buy what you buy with your paycheck times two. Now, how underpaid are you? Did you buy a geo tracker? What if you could buy two geo trackers or one nicer car? What about a Dodge Neon? Yeah, Geo Track is pretty cool, though. I'm going to say four wheel drive one. You know what I mean? Ami. I'm just saying, Amigo, Amigo. Anyway, after our 110th Slave Hour episode, this is a big deal. America isn't a free place. We didn't get independence. We didn't get independence from uh, a government. What we got was a, a a extremely less powerful government for a short amount of time. But to your point about North Korea or the evils elsewhere, I think that ratio is something to highlight because it's important. Yes, it is. You're right. Because yes, we could say that America is the most evil because it kills more people in total but I, I I'd like to distill this down to make it a bit mechanical and I think it will feel dehumanizing and, and almost minimize what we're actually talking about but sometimes you have to make these people unfortunately numbers because that's how you have to think about it and if you think about it in terms of opportunity to death, that ratio is much, much smaller here. That's very true. But you can also look at this from a different numbers point of view. And you can say the way that North Korea's government runs itself tends to to impoverish not only them, but the government of North Korea. They can't get as much wealth as the American government can. Therefore, they can't stick their tentacles out as far to kill as many people. Which then begs a very interesting question as just sort of a thought experiment. Would you rather have a government that creates wealth for its citizenry only to be clawed back in 
taxes in order to fund the ultimate killing of more people. No. I would not like a government. Sorry, I ended it. it like when you asked the question, you got to the government part. I answered then. Yeah, I, I, I can't hear. That's uh, that's my dyslexia acting out. I can't hear full stops. I can't <laughs> hear a period. <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying, and that, that, but no, as because everybody needs to look. That's a beautiful thing about being a libertarian is people look at their situation as is their situation, and if the whole world did that, we would be a very peaceful place and it'd be wonderful. And, you know, people would be thriving. It'd be great. But we have governments that make sure that we can't do that. But as an individual, you want to ensure the safety of your child, your your offspring and whatnot. So if you only have the two choices of will I create wealth to kill other people or will I create wealth to kill myself and my children? Typically people are going to be like, Oh, well killing other people is better than killing myself and my children. Right. But a libertarian would also say, yeah, can we try not to do either of those please? And then the government that's killing other people will tend to be like, oh, well, we need to, we want to keep getting the wealth easily. We'll, we're going to tone down the killing of other people. That's a libertarian win that you can't get with the other government because it's killing the, its own citizens and their own citizens are always going to say, hey, please don't kill me. You know what I mean? So like, you can get a tone downing of the the murder with the one the more american model but as the tentacles get out further and further that doesn't mean the number of killings is going to go down it might even go up but you can kill a a less of a percentage in the ratio <laughs> you know what i mean like well right and that's kind of what i'm that's kind of what I'm saying, and, and this will would sound outlandish in any other context, but North Korea would never dream of killing people in Yemen. Right, they're struggling. They they're struggling enough killing the people there. Yeah, right. You're right. So people in Yemen would rather North Korea stay that kind of government. Right. And I, I believe that people in Yemen and people here at home do tend to believe in the false dichotomy that I laid out right. before this false choice between would you rather have the North Korean government or the U.S. government? Right. Because like that's our ratio is better. The only two things we do, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a funny thing, but your your choices it, on almost any news broadcast, like major news broadcast, they would present that as the, 
this is what these are the two things that can happen and and they do that with almost any issue they do they'll they'll give you two awful choices and you're supposed to have agree with and there's some great option in the middle of that 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 they never mentioned and nobody nobody's debating that on those networks and that's what we try to do in our show is say look there there isn't two different ways to look at these things america as a government is awful north korea as a government is awful americans don't have to be their government north koreans don't have to be their government now their government says they have to say they are <laughs> like you have to do your worshiping you have to have the right haircut and whatnot and then we have to pay taxes to kill people or they'll commit violence against us but we don't have to believe these things anymore just like the north koreans if the north koreans could somehow persuade enough of the citizenship it only is going to take 10 percent of them they could take down that government with 10% of the population saying, yeah, this is all bullshit. Their government's not power enough to take on 10% of their population. If 10% of their population was passionate about this is bullshit and the rest were agnostic, that'd be it for North Korea. And the same goes for the United States. We don't have to be killers. We don't have to be murderers. We don't have to be any of this. The only reason why people like you and me who are open, our eyes are open, do any of it, is we, we've we made a calculated risk. This is what we can get away with not complying with and our families stay safe. And that is a shifting scale. The more and more people that are willing to do some of those things that we're willing to you know that scale can move for us because we we're definitely on the fringe of of those things we we try to get away with not complying with more than most but if your average person started not complying to x amount that's closer to where we are that's going to move our window further out and that can that happen in in the Soviet Union. That can happen here. That can happen in North Korea. That can happen everywhere. Well, it's not going to happen in Saipan because there's not a central government on Saipan, which is fucking cool. I think the thing that we often forget when we're talking about this being either the binary of this is the greatest country in the world or this is the worst country in the world is that if we hold it accountable mm-hmm. that's because we have hope that we can hold it accountable we would not be having this conversation if we didn't believe that it could get better mm-hmm. yeah I mean I think the real question or my question is, is is this, you know, you we hear, is this a bad country or 
the worst country in the world or the best country in the world. And all I want this to be is my country in the world. I'm not looking for anybody to say I'm the best. I'm not looking for anybody to say I'm the worst. I'm just saying I've purchased a piece and I provide a value to the world. And I expect compensation relative to my value. And I want to have, I want to make a better place here for my offspring. None of what's going on with the United States is moving towards that with the United States government. But every single day that I go to work and 50% of it, I'm a slave or whatever is for that. Every thing, every sacrifice I make, everything is for that purpose. And the United States government is taking away from that every, every day. Taking something away from that. Not North Korea, not Russia, not Ukraine, not, not you know, Greece or whatever, whoever's getting their bailouts or whatever. Yeah, they're taking a ba- they're taking a bailout from us. From but our government's giving it to they're stealing it first from us. And they're giving it away to buy wealth for them, for the elites. Well, and let's be clear, that's also to enrich the military industrial complex here. It's not just to send money out. No, yeah, it buys it buys wealth for our elites because our elites approve this money to go there. You don't think they're getting kickbacks? You don't think they're getting benefits because and then our military industrial complex, they get their thing. But this is all of the wealth that we're trying to provide for our children and for our futures that they're they're squandering on this bullshit. And bombs when they blow up, that's it. All the money that went into making that bomb is is completely wasted when it explodes. The only thing it's done is killed people that could have made more wealth for the world. So not only has it destroyed the amount of energy and, and, and productivity that went into making it, but all of the productivity and energy that the people that it killed could have done for the world. It's also killed that. It's a big fucking deal. It's a big deal. It's like that episode where we talked about 13 cents and save a life in some of these places, right? Well, you know, $13,000 bomb, you know, can, can ripple effect. It's, it's a big, if 13 cents can change, can save a life in some places, like think about, how much effect that bomb has like maybe somebody killed maybe only four of the people out of ten could would have really done some shit right but they would have had kids what would their kids have done like what what are the wealth that 
is gone now. And this idea that they're saving the world by bringing down the population is absolutely stupid because the technology, the human race has had technology that has been advancing beyond our 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 population to think that it would stop from anything else but government intervention stopping it is stupid if we are going to overpopulate the earth we're on track to make sure that we have a new place to go but only there'll be people who stop it um anyway United States of America, while I love living here, the government we currently live under is not a government worth celebrating. The idea of independence from a tyrannical government is definitely worth celebrating. But I don't see how Pledging allegiance to a flag that doesn't represent you is showing independence from a tyrannical government. Because that is the symbol of the tyrannical government that rules you today. Well, I don't think you have to pledge allegiance. I do think there is room to celebrate. It's glass half full. Right. Because, yes... 50% a slave but you can still be grateful that you're not 100% a slave Absolutely. and I know that sounds a little bootlicker well grateful not, grateful to who grateful to that's I mean I guess that's really where it changes is if you're grateful you're not a 100% a slave to the person who enslave you for 50% of the time then you're a bootlegger but if you're grateful to the people who tried their best to put in rules and to stop the federal government from taking to making you a slave at all if you're grateful for that effort then then yes then you're not a bootlegger or just grateful in isolation not even to any specific person just being glad that you won the lottery because while oh. a, a lot of our country's misdeeds are often dismissed by mm. that whataboutism of oh well you're only 50% a slave instead of what African Americans were during slavery here or what North Korea is now but it's not about being grateful to the state. Mm. It's about being thankful that you won a lottery because you could have just as All likely right. been born in North Korea. That's hard for me to swallow because I, I agree with you to an extent, but like I'm not going to say thank you, Ron DeSantis, for reopening the beaches after two weeks when nobody else would. And I'm going to say you should never shut them down again. I'm also not going to say thank you to anybody 
for not enslaving me anymore. And I'm certainly not going to sit here and, and, and shoot off a firework in celebration of that. In fact, I would much more say uh, I will use my little bit of freedom I have to maybe provide awareness to the injustices that other people are experiences experiencing beyond me and other countries because you, they, they're born free there's nothing like in the womb there's no lot you know what i mean they're they're only enslaved because of a government <laughs> there's nobody enslaved because of humanity people are only enslaved because of a government it takes that to do that it's it's too much energy one person can't enslave another person like it it's not going to happen they could take their lives they could kill them but, but like the amount of energy for you to make another person a slave is not the amount of energy that you're going to get out of that slave you need a bunch of subservient people to help you manage your slaves by you know making it illegal for them to shop or this or that to make it worth you even having slaves so you need a government for slavery what i'm saying is we had good ideas we had checks and balances on government these things that we wanted to do there was a lot of people the sediment the the ideas in america were good during that time the the people but there were people who were setting it up and playing that just like george bush ran on libertarian ideas right during his campaign they were saying these things but they were doing another thing behind the scenes and because the people in the united states had these held these ideas it's taken them this long to gather this amount of power and manipulate the people into believing that they're free and whatnot if they take more power. So there is something to celebrate, but I'm sorry, but I'm, I cannot sit here and say that I'm going to shoot off a firecracker because DeSantis let me back on the beach in two weeks. So America as a government is bullshit independence from a tyrannical government is worth celebrating but there's no reason to have our flag there's no reason to have a picture of the capitol building there's no reason to sit here and listen to a presidential speech on independence on in fact that's the opposite of what you should be doing you should be celebrating people who are going against the tyrannical government that we have. So there's there's something I, I have a hard time squaring about needing to be thankful to a person. Because I I agree with you when you talk about these people and their authority or lack thereof, right? These are people who don't have authority over us and never should have. Mm -hmm. But 
I don't understand why you flip that on its head by saying that's the person that you would be grateful to when something good happens. I don't think you have to be grateful to that person because not to get like spiritual about it, but Ron DeSantis isn't the reason you were born here and not North Korea. Uh, agreed. But what I'm, call sa- it what I'm saying year? is like, if you're going to be grateful for our independence, right? Be great. Let's take the Ron DeSantis thing to, to let me clarify what I'm saying. The people who went to the beach anyway, all those people who are willing to get arrested and they're just going and they're doing it anyway and they're doing it anyway and they're shoving it in Ron DeSantis' face to the point where like in two weeks he was like, all right, fuck it, right? I'm grateful to those people. That's what I'm saying. To the people who did it when it fucking mattered, who stood up, who aren't named the real people of Florida. But even if those people didn't exist, even if you're, you're also, I, I hate to use this word, but that is a privileged position to take. Okay. Is to say, oh, I've, I've found a way to not be oppressed in some way. Sometimes it's not that, that simple. Sometimes that oppression will happen to you one way or the other. Mm-hmm. The, the it did those those Yemeni children that we were talking about, mm-hmm. they couldn't rebel against authority and live, and just but say they, you know what I'm did. gonna I'm gonna rebel by living. No, they they well, did not just dis- their uh, their parents may they are, their parents are rebelling against authority and therefore they are dying and whatnot. But the, what, the point I'm making is that. The you're you talking about Ron DeSantis and opening a beach? That's okay. an oppression. That's sort of you're sort of talking about the oppression slash enforcement thereof. But if you're a Yemeni child that dies from a drone strike, mm-hmm. you don't have the chance to rebel. You don't have the chance to say, "Oh, I'm going to live in spite of your oppression." You mm-hmm. can't. You, you the the choice was made for you, correct. But you and I can be thankful that we were not born in Yemen. Yeah, but and that's that not what Independence that, Day is about. Independence Day hit the Fourth of July, and about where I was born. It's about celebrating in the American independence from England. So, like. But those are two different things. Like, I can, I am thankful that I wasn't born in, in Yemen. But it has nothing to do with what I'm, with the fact that the government is not. When I am thankful on Independence Day, I am not thankful to any government, including my own. But why are you thankful? Why would you be thankful that you're born here if it's? I, uh, uh, nothing because, to be thankful for. Uh, no, no. I am thankful because I'm thinking to be thankful as to be to thank somebody to somebody did something that made your life better. Somebody did. Some real person did. No, so I think that's that's where we're breaking down. I'm saying and again I, I 
I don't want to go like too spiritual with it, but whether you're talking about chance or God or the universe, mm-hmm. let's call it if you if you need to personify it, you can call it Lady Luck. But that's who you're grateful that's a, to. No, that's a world. That's just a thankful thing. It has nothing to do with independence because independence is, is independent. Fourth of July is is solely about um, America. The people who are born in America. It's not a it's not a thankful day that we celebrate for anywhere else. It's about our independence. But think about what you're thankful for. What I'm saying is. Let's what the say, fuck? I told you what I'm thankful for. <laughs> but let let's say let's say by your slavery metric that America is 50% independent. I'm not thankful that I I'm not thankful that I wasn't I, there's nobody for in my eyes I don't believe in God. It's just the genes that it, it's the cells, right? Okay? That's where I am today. I don't believe in God. Okay? So the cells that created me, I mean, it's awesome that it was in the United, but there's nobody for me to thank except for the cells, the sperm, right? They created me, all right? So beyond that, like this is where I got to be and I'm lucky, but there's nobody for me to thank. If I'm if I'm talking to you from a religious point of view, which don't get me wrong. I wish I was religious. I want to be again. I've been trying to be because I felt better when I believed in a higher power, but I, I truly don't right now. Okay. So if I was thankful to a higher power, I would do that in church, but that would have nothing to do with independence day where I was born and shit like that has nothing to do with independence day. I'm thinking the people who gave me some sort of independence and none of those people who sacrificed anything for me to have independence are the people that are taking my independence away from me. They're not government. They're the people who actually stood up to tyrannical ideas when it mattered. And it matters. It only matters in certain times. Like, it only matters when the things are happening. My point being is, this is why I celebrate Independence Day in any form or fashion. Somebody in the past decided, typically these people don't have names because the government doesn't like to remember them, that my freedom and my life and my kid's life was a little bit more important than their freedom and their life and their safety. And they wanted to make that, take that risk to maybe help out me and my children in the future. And I'm thankful for that person. And I'll probably never know that person's name. That's what I hope to be for my kids. Do your kids not know your name? It's a trap. There's no comfort in it.